What's up, pukers? Pukers. You're listening to PukeCast. The show that pukes out the truth to everything you need to know to rise and thrive in the Web3 world. Because it's all about puking rainbows and smoking hopium. I'm your host, Pete Rainbow, and today's episode, we'll be speaking to Rafa, a female alpha caller in the space. So let's just get started by giving us a simple introduction of yourself. Um, yeah, like, absolutely. Um, hi, everyone. My name is Risa. I am an alpha caller in a bunch of communities. Um, I started in the Web3 space in, um, I think, October of last year. Um, and just a little bit about myself in real life. Um, graduated from NYU in 2016 with a finance accounting degree and then joined um, Goldman Sachs in Asia on the credit trading desk um, where I traded Asia high yield bonds um, for two years. And then I pivoted into investment banking in New York with Goldman as well and joined their financial institutions group, uh, majoring in banks, specialty finance, um, fintech, asset management. Um, and then now I currently work at a hedge fund in LA, um, investing in U.S. high-yield bonds. Um, and outside of work, um, I train and fight Muay Thai. Um, i doing that for five, six years. Last fight was last April um, in Thailand. No plans to fight until I go back to Thailand, maybe next year. But um, I think with Web3 training, is is really tough to, to to get to that level of training. And also just as an alpha caller, there's just so much to do and so much to cover. Um, there's always things that I, I, I'm always looking at and just, you know, like trying to find alpha for my communities. Um, uh, right now, I'm an alpha caller for NFT Sensei, Wizard Pass, AIC, Fantasia, um, Happy Huskies, Strays, um, and a few more. Uh, but I think for me, it's, it's, it's an infinitely scalable model. And as long as you have sort of conviction, um, and you can explain things in a way that makes sense, um, and calling things that are just project ideas or pre-mints, um, it's, it's, a it's, it's really a great thing to be able to unite communities, um, to bring them together and to trade together. Um, yeah. Definitely yeah. sounds like you are doing like so much, you know, tons of stuff. Uh, you have a web to work, alpha calling probably, you know, it's going to take up so much time. And not only that, you have your own like, you know, interest in Muay Thai and stuff. How do you even manage your time? I don't sleep. <laughs> There's always time, you know, I think that I think that when I was a banker, I, that that's something that taught me a lot where I was banking for. Um, if, for people who don't know what investment banking is, basically you're helping companies um, carry out different corporate finance actions. If they, if a company comes to you and they want to raise money, they want to sell themselves, they want to buy them, buy another um, another company, they'll come to you for solutions. And so, as a banker, you're basically servicing them and giving them solutions so that you're coming up with the best solutions for their specific sort of um, for their specific like tailored situation. And so for me, it was, I was sacrificing sleep at the same time. I remember I was training for my first fight and I told myself that unless I can put in this many hours of cardio, this many hours of whatever, I'm not going to fight. And so for me, it's really just building, being able to build 
that sort of a mental stamina to last through um, the work, both like in real life and also um, and also just like my just as an amateur athlete. Um, and then now it's really, you know, I'm, I'm always I, I'm always on Discord. I'm always responding to people. I'm always looking at things. And I think that just being on top of things and being being really aggressive, looking for alpha and just like blasting it out once you think that once you have a feel that something's something looks good, I think no matter what the hour is is sort of the commitment that I make for my, to my communities. Um, yeah, so, I, I, yeah, I think I can totally vouch when you said that uh, you respond fast. So the, the yeah. thing is this, that you know, I, I saw a tweet about you uh, talking about your alpha and then I, I just sent you an email and instantly, pop, I just got a reply. And then when I text you, when I like, like DM you on Discord, like, poop, you straight reply me. Then I, I'm like thinking, and then when I go through your LinkedIn, I saw that you you are still, you know, not full-time Web3. And no, investment not, yeah. sounds like, like a crazy job. It's not like a, you know, one, two-hour jobs that you do. It's like yeah, for it's eight not. hours, six hours, yeah. It's like tons of it and you are still on top of everything. I think this is of the dedication that people can see uh, you are constantly providing in the space. And I just want to say massive congrats to even your pin today. That's impressive. Um, I think the, the floor price of uh, Moody's was about like currently now 0.2. You have 400 of whitelist of it. So I think that's, that's like really, really good. You, you told me yeah. how much you, you, you made it for your community. I mean, I think today it's like at least 100 ETH for all my communities together, um, which I think is crazy because... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's insane. It's, because... market, guys. It's, it's still in the bear market, right? And yeah. if you to pull off numbers like this, I think this is something that shows, you know, why, why I'm like so interested in talking to you right now. Yeah, um, I just... Yeah, it's it's really. I think that it's awesome because we're all in this together. You know what I mean? Like, um, uh, yeah. So, um, how do you even get started uh, to being an alpha caller? Which project you you started on, and then maybe you can share with me how you move on to becoming uh, alpha caller for so much uh, tons of projects. Yeah, I first started. I first started at. To be honest, I w- I've been at the hub, and it's a social group since last. Um, since December um, and so Hub is like just mostly my friends from like my hate days and whatnot just like meeting them and I've always in VCs like I've always a lot of people probably have met me and, and just I've always liked talking about Alpha and so for me investing is it made like Web3 made me realize like I really like investing and so this is the asset class for me um, and in real life like obviously I look at credit and just different things but I've never really felt so passionate um, because I think that I also have like an artistic side. So I really understand right now we're in an art meta and I feel like I understand art better than most. And maybe also I'm a girl and, and it's, 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 it comes to me a little bit more naturally. Um, but I first started at Happy Huskies officially, I think a month and a half ago, and it's just blown up since then because Trader Joe, um, is the, um, founder of Happy Huskies. And, you know, I, I messaged maybe like three founders that I know at the time. And he was the one that gave me my first shot and the other two did not, you know, and one later hired me, but that's after I have like a really big sort of resume. But I think that just like having that opportunity to like, and kudos to him, I think that it's important to invest in people who, who just show like, you know, promise and dedication um, and to start off there. And then I think I really got my break at Sensei where um, Sensei is a, is a, 
um, they it's a custom it's a bot it's a botting community, and yeah. to be able to be one of their main callers um, uh, at in Sensei for a botting community to me, um, it, it's it's the most like it's such a great environment. It's like everyone is super respectful. They're very kind and they're very nice and um, and 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 they stand behind my calls as well. Um, and over time, I feel like it, it's so encouraging. I don't feel put down. And as a girl calling to a bunch of, you know, botters, <laughs> like the most technical bunch yeah. in the space to me, I'm like, whoa, like you really trust me. Um, but I, like, I've been I've been doing them good. And, you know, they've they've all been making a lot of money off my call. So I really that that is really where like is is sort of how I really started. And then since then, just just been adding, you know, people just knocking on my doors a lot and so and like also choosing certain communities over others because i think as a caller you have to also value your time and your work um and to take up like just you know you have to put a price on your work and you have to know where where you draw that line and so for me i'm like constantly curating where i put my put my put my alpha out yeah i i think one thing i can you know, I can stand, stand on this is that, you know, being a, a female in the space right now is kind of like very little. And um, not only that, just uh, being an alpha caller to a bunch of, you know, um, a group of guys, um, it's, what what are the challenges uh, there is so far that you face? Um, um, I think that, I think that, cha- like challenges to, to, to being an alpha caller in, in Sensei specifically or just in general? In general, man, um, I think that if it weren't for my Web two experience, where I've worked in a very male dominated fields constantly, I think that I would definitely find it really daunting to be calling to a lot of guys, because I think that there are certain communities more than others that kind of diminish girls and the way they think, you know. And I've been in communities that that have been a little bit sus before, you know, and like. You know, even other colors putting you down, you know, or saying things that are not, that are just like, they're more playful, you know, and to me, like, I just kind of exit, I just walk away because I know that I have other communities to back me up and I know what a good environment and supportive environment is. And so I put up with none of that BS. And for me, I'm just here to do my alpha calls. I'm here to talk about alpha. If you want to, you know, joke around and, and all that, like, I have no zero tolerance for that. And so it's easy for me to walk away. Yeah, I think one one thing we can talk about is that uh, the in the Web three world, opportunity is always um, just around the corner, and if you know, for for example, groups that uh, you don't vibe with, is instantly you can get even to to know a better group, or you can able to connect with people faster. So I think that in in the end of the day, um, the quality of the work really show, really shows. And I see that you have been, you know, you have an alpha called the, the log. Is it something that you update on a daily basis? Not daily. We, it's weekly. Actually, to be honest, I owe a lot this week. But I, I'm like, I, 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 yeah, I've really just been trading. But this week, just also lots of greens. And um, I, I've also had my losses. But I think that it's, it's um, very, very minimal. I think I'm like maybe like 95 or if not more percent in the green. Um, but also it's, that's more like a reference, but I do add everything, like every, every trade I put in, like, yes or no, I, it's all in there. Um, and I, I won't count things that I call, I put the name out. Some people ape in, even though I didn't buy in, like the view, like, how do you say if a view, A-V-I-U-M, Avium pass. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. 
that one I, I i i talked about it at point um at point two at point three and then point four five but i said don't buy it now there's no catalyst and today's at one point something so for something like that i won't even put it in because yes i talked about it and i know some people aped in and they were like we saw your call i was like yeah but my call is not to buy and so like, i'm not gonna you know i'm gonna cut, not not take credit for the things that i i did not personally like was not like super high conviction in just because i talked talked about a name doesn't mean that and some people took it as a different way you know doesn't mean that that was my call and so i just and like i welcome anyone to really just like you know scrutinize my calls if, if something's too conservative something's too aggressive like i'm happy to adjust it but i think like just records are like my records are really really clean right now which is really really good um yeah yeah so like when you when you talk about you know really high conviction um how how do you even spot a project do you ha- like have any framework mm. or is it because of your experience in for example in goldman sachs and then you bring forward in the web3 world yeah i think that it's both i think that I think that um, it, it's really years of, of just like investing and years of just like trading and banking, like just having a sense of um, how things move. And also being in this space since October, I probably, even if I'm not in the ecosystems, I know everything about almost like, as I, I know probably like 80% of every ecosystem out there because I'm just so, I'm so like obsessed with NFTs. Like even yeah. if I'm not in there, I've heard about it. I've talked about it. I've I've learned about it, and and I I know you know it's 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 more like I sometimes can't catch all the new projects, but if you ask me about like Clonex, you ask me about the airdrops. Like I've I've, I've probably played in most of them. Like I think one of my burners have has like two thousand trades. Like it's like it's one of my burners. Like I, I I'm all like my I'm always dipping my fingers in everything, and so it's 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 good and bad. But I that which through that I finally felt like I've learned and and just been on a winning streak because of that experience. Like I'm not like completely new in the space, you know. And so um, I think that matters. Yeah. So, but uh, just just a curious thought. Like, what makes you enter NFT in October? Um, I wanted to launch my own project. I wanted to because I I draw a lot as well. I have my own art art um, art pieces and stuff. Um, and at that time, I realized like, and I was like uploading my own NFTs and then like pricing them like weirdly at like one ETH, two ETH, not really understanding what this is, right? And then yep. my wallet got drained that first week in the space. And then I was like, whoa, how does this work? <laughs> I didn't know anyone in the space. I have no community, no understanding of anything. I was just minting random stuff, you know? And so for me, it was through there. I found like Primate Planet, um, which was my first quote unquote real project, the quality of project right now, looking back is like, it is what it is. But, and then I found Hape and that was really my first real community and I moved with the people in Hape to different projects from like Antonym to Clementines to Pixelmon to, to everything. And so it's really just growing with a group of people. Um, and now everyone in that group is like doing different things in the space. Um, and we're just all supporting each other. And for me, it's like alpha calling. And so um, just really found my stride, I think, now. Yeah, I, I love it when you mentioned your art. When I was um, when I was like just checking on your bio and stuff, I I saw that the art that you create is kind of like more towards architecture. So I was yeah. thinking, do you have any like architecture degree and stuff like that? Um, I don't. I I, I think that in a different world probably, but um, <laughs> I definitely think that um, I, I'm obsessed with buildings. 
but also it was really like COVID, four months of COVID. I was alone from New York City to Hong Kong, like quarantining and then Thailand quarantining. Um, and then uh, I just had so much time on my hands and I was just doing art uh, because I couldn't go out. I couldn't work out. Like it's just for me, it was just diving deep into a passion. And that's how I am. Like everything I do, I, I definitely dive head first and I really go like I kind of I'm obsessed, you know, and so for me, this space, you know, it's a lot, but and I really need to take breaks. Um, but I always feel like there's more to be done. Yeah. So are you still currently working on your um, art design, the building and stuff? No, I'm not anymore. Art for me, like I put it on hold. Um, I also was in the process of launching my own project, um, my own like hedge fund um, a while ago. Art's done, like project's done. But the thing is, for me, now that I've like kind of hit my stride in Alpha Calling, I'm trying to see if that's the, still the right time with my with the right team. Um, and I think I will I will jump back into that. But it's it, that's for me, pro, uh, building a project is building a company. And so unless you have, I'm willing to take on a different role and, you know, be the CEO of a company as opposed to just looking at Alpha, I think that's a very different pivot to take that I'm not quite sure right now I want to do that, you know? And so timing wise, a lot of people ask me, when are you going to open your own disc or your own project? And I see a lot of people doing that all the time. But for me, unless I feel that um, it's worth it, uh, I really won't make that jump quite that soon. Yeah, I think one thing is like, you know, when always we, we start out um, in, in the Web3 space, things change so fast whereby, you know, initially when we thought of, you know, launching our own projects, things can pivot, opportunity comes and we have to be adaptive to towards it. Like uh, a little bit of my experience is, you know, prior to Web3, I was like maybe two months earlier than you. So I came in the space like around July last year. Um, it was a time where doodles was uh, booming. So I came in with, you know, um, previously prior to that, I was doing my e-commerce and I came in um, initially launching my own project, right? So end of December, I launched my own project. It's a small community, 1006, uh, and it ended up to be, for example, an alpha group. So from that on, you know, um, wanting to do uh, e-commerce stuff with the project, currently now pivot into combining it with Kaiju Friends. And Pubcast is actually an additional uh, thing whereby we want to be a biggest media company in the Southeast Asia. So mainly I'm from Malaysia. And uh, in Malaysia... Oh, I'm Malaysian Chinese. Are you? Oh, really? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> cool. I, I thought you you were uh, born and raised in Hong Kong. Yeah, but my dad's Malaysian, mom's Indonesian. Um, uh, they're see, both ethnically Chinese. Yeah. yeah. I've so... never lived in Malaysia, but, but <laughs> awesome. yeah. Cool. But how long have you ever been in Malaysia? Uh, I have, but I've never spent, I, I, I never, I've never spent that much time, in, um, that uh, much time there. Yeah. yeah. So if, if you come back, for example, in Malaysia or Southeast Asia, the biggest NFT community right now is, like, is actually in Singapore. So, yeah. So I pivot from wanting to do, you know, like e-commerce, um, NFT kind of project, pivot into now becoming like a news outlet whereby we go out doing, for example, talking to different alpha callers, um, talking to different projects, uh, crypto exchange and stuff like that. So I think, yeah. you know, the, the, the pivot is always there as long as you are doing something that the community needs and adding value to people, then I think you, you found the joy in what you are doing. Yeah. I, I today, honestly, today, like, is probably one of the happiest days in, like, as an alpha caller. 
because today was like the day where like being able to get 400 whitelists for all my communities and also this that project was not hard to get whitelists so even before that just pushing community members to go in there to get whitelists and then today like literally the floor is at what 0.3.34 like it's it's crazy because i know everyone made money today and the the good thing is like i really like calling things pre-mint because even if you fail you lose gas if i call things that are one eth and it goes to two eth for me like number one not a lot of people are going to enter and so the people who are benefiting are very little but also the the number of people who get in at your entry and get out at the exit that a caller calls is actually very minimal and so yes you can maybe affect what one to five people at those price points but today I know I affected at least 400 people, right? And so it's at least 100 ETH. And to me, like, I only have, ask me how many I have in my wallet, I have two. I, but am I happy for other people's bags? I am so happy for other people's bags. Like, I, I literally have been smiling all day, which is a bit <laughs> creepy because honestly, like, it's not my pocket. Like, my pocket is not that much happier, but, but I am so happy. I'm so happy. Yeah, I I can see that because you you message me is like I'm really in a good mood. Let's do this. So I, I <laughs> yeah, this but is that, awesome, that's the it, right? That's, I mean that's yeah. the of it because um, in in Web three it's all about interaction and networking and like you know when for example you did a call in the Web two world people gain or they lose it's just like they they know about it and then there's no feed, constant feedback to you, but. In, in here, you know, there's constantly always people in the Discord group, comp- they are like pinging you. It's like, you know, thank you. Uh, you made my day in the bear market. You recovered my loss. There's, there's so many things happening in different people's life. And 0.2 is 0.2. And it, it can change a lot of people no matter where you are in the country, right? So yeah. I think this is one thing that is really, really powerful. So tell me, you know, what's the difference uh, when you were alpha calling back last year when it was the bull market compared to currently now in the bear market um i to be honest in the bull there are always plays you know but i also think that unless you're at the actually like to even circle back to like one of the earlier questions you had about how i find alpha and i can tell you how i found every single piece of alpha in my alpha call sheets like um i i number one i read everything like anything I can read, I read, I read, I read. And so like if there's a calendar and I know there are multiple calendars out there, I find something interesting where it kind of hits all the spots like low supply, you know, um, there's a Twitter and, and you go through it like doc, like docs artists. They all had like previous works that are certain ETH, you know, it's like things like that where it's like it's not it's a little bit illiquid. I think that's also very good alpha right now because people kind of pile into things that are if, if everyone is talking about something to be honest with you, I kind of run in the opposite direction. It's very rare that someone is talking about something and and I also ape in and I call the same things that other people call because to me, it's not interesting anymore. That to me is not alpha. And so I find much more joy in calling things that like people have not found. And luckily right now, like with the communities that I have, it's easy to sell things out because a lot of people like don't mind throwing in some money into a free mint and just see where it goes, right? And so... I remember one of the projects is like Loof Balloons, where it was it was done by a GM Dow Dow developer at five hundred, and it was minted. It was like nine thousand nine hundred supply, and only five hundred minted, and it's been a month. And someone told me, someone a GM Dow member told me about it, and I like took two hours to go home and then check it out. I was like, okay, that's interesting. 
because it it basically is a contract where people can airdrop things to you know there's a real technology behind it that's different and so i i start calling it out and then like slowly the entire project minted out in like three hours except for i think a little bit of supply in the end for the gm dow members themselves but to me there were so many things that could go right with this project that it doesn't matter if someone buys 10 20 30 50 and a few members in sensei for example bought like 50 100 went to sleep i woke up with two ETH, and i'm like and they're like what happened i was like you know this like i'm, I'm serious like it happens all the time in sensei yeah. um and and people people ape into things because it's such a low cost of capital that it doesn't matter because they do this all all day long right and so for like you know it, it's 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 and like circling circling back to your current question you know like I just think that, um, yeah. Like it's it's just the right place to be right now to be able to to be able to call things like this. Yeah, I, I think the the play is different, but the fundamentals of uh, selecting a project is still the same. Like for example, yes. is mm-hmm. is you know um, great art docs, and there are certain things that you know. Um, I mean, when you when you are looking at hundreds of projects a day. Um, after a certain while you get the hang of it um, I mean some, certain projects that once you glance it you already know that you know um, this is semi-rock kind of feel and stuff like yeah. that yeah you have a sense <laughs> so, you have a sense of it but yeah. you know but there are certain ones that you can't really capture that are people who call it are it's more luck based and foundation fundamental based so I don't really give credit to like certain calls that call things like okay, for example Goblin Town right like it's like you know the colors that got famous for that right it's like but you have to you have to understand like back in when it got called at that time i don't know like the quality of the alpha for me is much more important like how many people aped in when you talked yeah. about it at point one or point two and how yeah. many people took profit at point three and point four how long like you know like because i think that the measure of an alpha color success is how much money have you made people you know, it's not as much like your entries and your exit because it's not about you. That's not your job. Yeah. Right. Like, quote unquote, you should get paid. And that that is your job. Your salary is your salary, whatever it is. Right. And so it's it's, it's interesting, like thinking about my relevance compared to people in the space for sure. Yeah. I, I think one one good point you made is that, you know, um, if if you alpha call, but it's only to pump your own backs and the community don't benefit of it, then it's, it's just pumping your own backs and not really alpha yeah. calling. Alpha calling Correct. is one whereby, you know, the community feels that it's good. And I believe that you are currently now growing, uh, I mean, like a, a, a good following on Twitter. I think like most of your posts, uh, there's interaction. And I think these this kinds of metrics really shows that people appreciate what you're doing and it gives you the motivation to continue to do more. Yeah, I think it, it just makes me yeah really happy. I, I just like I I think I I think I have an opposite problem where I have to sometimes be a little bit more selfish because the sometimes like the calls I make like I really don't enter and exit the right times like you know and um, <laughs> the other day I called to sell few at point two and I had two and I sold them in the end at point oh five each like it's just I don't I keep I kept chasing it down after my call and I just you know. <laughs> Sometimes I'm just so eager to put it out that I don't really think about like myself, and and that's something that, you know, it's a bit embarrassing yeah. to be we, honest. We, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. 
I I I totally get what you mean, right? Because the main the main thing is this, like like you know, um, pricing or you know, undercutting in open sea can happens like in for instance, right? Once you refresh, yeah. people keep undercutting. But the the choice is like, do I um sell it right now at the price that I want, or do I write a cred? Or you know, write an announcement about it, and once yeah. you do one and the other, you know, and then the price goes down, then uh, it's too bad for you. But if the price goes up, then you can sell at a higher price. So it's always this yeah. conviction on you know which I do. Do I do for the community? And I mean, what what you say, I think is absolutely um, the people that's listening to this gonna gonna cherish you even more because you always place the community before you. So I think this this is a good thing, but uh, for your own backs, then I I have to say too bad. <laughs> yeah, it really is too bad. Like I also one strategy that I have for myself now, it's like if I have conviction on something, I like wait. I I buy some, but I also wait until a few days later. There's a retrace because paper hands always come down, come out, and then I buy more. And so it's okay. Like I let my communities go first, and then a few days there's always going to be a retrace. And if I have conviction and it's a more long term hold. That, that gives me a little bit breathing room and I don't feel like FOMO, you know? And so I'm also never taking profit off my communities, obviously, because that, that's also not right. But it's like everything that I hold, I either hold in bulk or I hold even more. And so it's, it's, it's a, um, yeah, it, it's a good thing. Um, I, 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 I also like struggle with the problem. Like some of my communities are taking other communities as exit liquidity. You know, so some people are trading in and out out of my calls, like yep, yep. off my community's liquidity. And that to me, I also feel a little bit bad because that's not the point. Like, you know, if we can all grow together, we're all basically one big whale. Right. And so yep. that to me is more important than you trying to, you know, just bite off the other arm. And um, and as I think about whitelists and stuff, I also now like I'm like forming a little committee of like my unpaid interns, I'm going to call them like. And so they're going to like help me scrub through every like whitelist um, giveaway that I do in bulk. And so that way I know like those community members are in those specific discords that I'm allocating spots to and people can't just throw in, you know, random wallets. Um, yeah. But, you know, these things like you, you keep learning and you keep going and you just hopefully make less mistakes than you do. Yeah, but uh, one thing I, I want to ask is that, for example, um, you, you do your alpha calls, but you said that you managed to secure 400 whitelists. So besides yeah. alpha calling, do you still do like a call-out manager kind of stuff? No. So I honestly try to... Um, this actually, the, like, I'm going to shout, shout him out. Like, Isoku is here and he is uh, like, like, he's... Like he's, he's this, you know, he's a sensei member that, you know, slid into my DMs. And then I like, it it was funny because like I would wake up every morning to an inbox, like, and his messages, I'd get like, I'd get like, you know, 10, 20 messages of just different (laughs) Twitter links. And then, and he, and then he would like, be like, ah, this has like, you know, 1000 follower. It looks great. You know? And like, just like different links, you know, because he really likes to look for new projects. And I look at them and like some like if their inbox is open, I kind of just drop a message and be like, hey, I'm an alpha car in these communities. Do you have any spots available? Right. And so normally like some 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 projects tell you to fuck off and then some projects like, you know, they're very friendly. They're like, hey, add me here. And then you kind of be friends with their founder and you kind of talk yeah. and and you ask them more about their projects. And and the more because I because I do talk a lot and like to founders as well and if you give me the opportunity i will really really grill you about your project because i'm trying to find out if you're a good investment for my communities and so if i slide in and i'm asking you questions i will um 
they usually think that I'm smart or they usually think that I'm asking thoughtful questions. They're willing to give me more because they trust my opinion. Right. And I'm telling them if, if they are smart, they'll know that if I say something and they can tell from the way I'm asking questions that if I write something, I'm going to be thoughtful in my write up and people who are going to read it are going to feel more conviction in my calls and therefore want to ape in more. Right. And so it, it kind of is a good cycle for them as well. It's it's like doing being like you also have to be impartial. Like there are also people who message me and say, hey, how much it is? How much is, how much do you cost for you to show my project? And I say it's, it's zero. Like if I like it, I like it. If I don't, I don't yeah. like and I, 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 you know, I can sink you and I also I can and also support you. But, you know, I, I read a lot. And so for me, I've also there are people who have slid into my DMs with like a project that I'm like so bullish on that at the start. Like there's a new project coming up called Arcade, for example, that's like a 99 supply, um, one of one games project. And when I when I followed them, it was like 100. It was the founder at one of my discords. And so I was like super excited about it. I was like, can I get spots? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How many do you want? I was like, how many do you want to give me? Like, (laughs) I like I want maximum, you know, and so I got like 30 spots. And I know some of my communities now like only got a few, you know, because I was so early and I was so like passionate and I was so like, you know, helpful to them at least that. That was easy to secure. Same with like Mihaverse, which is a a a a one thousand animated butterflies that's coming out. I was also talking to the founders super early, and so like got a hundred spots my, for my community. But it's really like I'm so excited about certain projects, and I'm happy to be able to use whatever little power I have to be able to help them grow their their influence in in my communities at least to share with my communities what I think is good, um, and also get free whitelists. Like you know why not? For me, it's synergies. This is a synergy of like growing and to, to have big communities and to use this as leverage because I have something to offer these projects in return. And I tell them that, Hey, my calls are going to be impartial. I can screenshot them to you. And they respect me for that because I think that, you know, anyone smart on the other side, they're not going to like, they understand what I'm trying to say that if they answer. And for example, like one of the projects like gas guzzlers is coming out where I got like a lot of spots for my communities and the founder there, like, I've been asking a lot of questions, you know, and so I'm like, how does this work? The technicalities of something. And if they can explain it, that's great. I can incorporate it. But I was definitely pushing for a lot of answers. Right. And so it's to it's to substantiate my alpha calls. But at the same time, it'll it'll also help the projects grow if they can also answer these project questions for themselves, because there's a lot, you know, that it takes. And it's Web3. Like what? Like it's a great thing if a community can help the project grow in a constructive way. Instead of, you know, when moon, when 10 E4, when 100 E4, that's not constructive at all. Yeah. And so when I was distributing whitelist to my communities, one of the questions I asked was, can you ask this project a thoughtful question? You know, and so it helps make them think as well. And so over time, hopefully more people think about projects like that as well, as opposed to when moon, 1 E4, 10 E4, like that to me is, you're not adding value. Yeah, I, I totally agree with you because... You know, like, for example, when you talk to someone by the questions you ask and then the answers that you receive, you already can evaluate uh, what kind of uh, thought that the person has. And yes. in, in this space where, you know, there's so many projects and tons of people you talk to, there are always a certain set of questions that you ask people. And the answers you get from people really justify who or what kind of caliber are they thinking about in what kind of space. So it yes. can be just a project that, you know, um, they are just thinking to sell whatever and then just cash out. But there's also projects that looking at the long term, giving you the bigger picture of what it is. And if it's something unique 
and something you know, they are trying to innovate in the space, then this is all extra plus point that you can add on to your calls and people can see that, you know, hey, uh, in, in this space right now, everything new, it's something different and people ape into it, right? So it's yeah. all about being innovative in the space, uh, creating something new, uh, how we innovate from the previous meta to the current meta. So talking about this, um, what is your opinion or your 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 thoughts in current uh freemium meta? Is it still going to go going on, or you think that you know currently projects because I've seen like for the last two days projects that's been charging for example a min of zero point zero one is starting to sell out. So do you think mm-hmm. that you know which which meta is gonna gonna come now? I think that freemium meta is definitely like uh it's a little bit done. And it's we're definitely transitioning where people um, no longer feel like they're so they're hugging their cash too tightly and they're willing to spend and invest. Um, I think that if you look at the space a month or two months ago, the climate was very much um, everyone thinks that the NFT space is going to disappear the next month. They're they're trading as if their life depends on it, right? And so and every project long haul is going to go down and the space is just not going to exist. But now I think that, number one, I think that was a very, very, like, it wasn't very smart in terms of, you know, it's, it's, it's people are in panic mode. Um, and so people who obviously invested in the bear and when ETH was at 1,000, was that 900, 800 and buying blue chips, those are the smartest plays, right? And we were all talking about it. And so... It's it's really like now I think that the Freemint meta is is like people are willing to spend a bit more money. And so if you can find the right projects that have the good have a good value proposition, it's it's definitely like investable, right? Yeah. And so like today, for example, DeFi Mons um, is minting and two thousand around two thousand five hundred minted paint mint at zero point zero six. And that's to me that's bullish because you know, there's that project is already like one point five million funded by um, venture capital firms and so they they have like they already have like the demo the demo is great and it, it's really smooth and everything i've talked i've spoken to um people who've tried uh, who've played their beta um and it's like things like that where i feel like it's it's perfectly it's like it's fair priced and 0.06 and so that to me like they need funding to fund their project that makes sense Right now, if an art PFP project comes out at 0.06 and they offer the same set of things that other people are offering, right? Marketplace, node, um, uh, airdrops, like, you know, a network, and it's going to be a, it's going to be a um, uh, incubator for future projects. You know, they tick all yep. the boxes. You can do that once a month, but if the same type of project exists like three times a week, people are going to be like, okay, like, it, it's just, they're not going to want to pay for that right and so the pricing needs to that needs to be like a free mint if not very close to zero and so it it really depends on your value proposition or the way you market so for example moody's today had to pay how you feel you know and that to me marketing is genius it was just that was that was what made me super bullish before mint and i've been saying this it's like that is exactly what's going to make this project because on top of just like there are are everything takes the boxes right there artists like did the new york um uh the new yorker cover yeah. like it's just it, the project was built really like you know really well for months like and 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 just but pricing is something that a lot of people stumble on you don't 
it's a very sweet spot because you don't want to risk not selling out. Not selling out for a project does more like does more damage than cut you cutting supply in the end and trying to cause like a FOMO supply pump. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's very and I've been talking to product founders about this. Like when I see something super high, like and, and I tell them, I'm like, you better cut supply and hopefully like sell out and, and you can cause some sort of vo- secondary volume than you trying to bet on you trying to get a high mint out of this market. Yeah. yeah. So so the, the thing is this, you know, uh, when I was looking at the premium meta and then I came across this project, I think it's called Uga Buga. And Uga Buga did around like, like 5,000 uh, 0.01. And, and it was daunting to me that, you know, it how a project with like I think that there's no roadmap um, is able to is not do free min but able to sell a little bit and and I think out of the project they make like for example like 50 to 60 years so I was just thinking like you know uh, opinions on you know I think that moving forward people currently now it's a little bit more willing to spend because like you know when the news when like if cut into half like 50% poke people feels like okay uh, the crypto market is going to crash right so everybody is just suddenly just shocked and not wanting to invest in anything. But as time goes by, the feeling of, you know, being being uh, shocked, I think kind of like outweighs the opportunity that they see in the market, the formalness of people um, flipping, uh, projects minting out. And then I think now it's the way that it, it, can, it cannot be like, you know, 0.1 kind of thing unless it's like a super alpha with low supply. But I think if it's like, you know, super low cost minimum, people are willing to spend to make the bet in order to yeah. flip it in, in this current market. Yeah. Right? <laughs> the yeah. money is there. The money is for sure there. Because if you see things like, if you see things like, like, so there are a few art projects that came out that was not a zero mint. For example, Memories by Amber Victoria, that was a 0.1 mint or zero it's or 0.07 mint. Um, and then that went up to, I think, like 0. 0.6, 0. 0.7 that day. Um, and it's people are so willing to sell that. I think there's only like a thousand supply. And so money is definitely there. It's just depending on like your value proposition again, um, just obviously quality of art and, and, and just like being able to ride momentum. Um, and people are willing to bet, you know, there are so many like there, there are definitely art, other art projects that are also just non-zero. Um and if you can catch that, it's it's definitely like a really profitable flip. Yeah. So um, in like the near future, what, what do you aspire to become? Are you like currently looking to be an alpha caller for more projects or, or you are like, okay, this is it. This is the community that uh, I'm in and I want to grow from here. Um, I, I definitely like don't mind. Like, I don't think that, I don't think it really gets in my way of just, um, of alpha calling like in terms of finding time to do my to do my job um so i think that like i don't really care if there are more computers and there's like a fit um but definitely a fit is definitely important because as i add more um just culture you know just like just like what they offer and like what 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 i can bring to the table like that that could change i'm definitely consolidating a little bit like i i kind of leave projects if i feel like i can't give them specifically 100 percent, but um, I think over time for me, um, still building my own hedge fund is still on, uh, in my mind, but um, I, I don't, like for me, it's one or the other. It's really difficult to manage both. So if I were to do that, I'll either be like exclusive, exclusive, or I, or I, or I continue just alpha calling. Yeah. Um, 
So um, in terms of building your own hedge fund, will it be towards uh, investment in crypto or towards like bonds and stocks whereby... You no, 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 no. It'll be like specifically NFTs because that's what I'm good at. Like I, I, I only want to look at NFTs, um, which is... I, I, okay, my, like my strategy has always been if we can pull money and buy blue chips, it's much more... And when I say blue chips, I'm not talking about board apes. I'm talking about things that are that are just like potatoes at 0.7. Yep. If I had all the liquid, if I had three, four hundred, that's what I would sweep, right? And so it's it's more just finding those little things that could have in, like a lot of upside with minimal risk. That is the most important thing, as opposed to quote unquote blue chips. I want to buy, I want to buy like you know ten mutants or whatnot. Like that to me, like there's not really like a big catalyst. Like there, obviously there are little there are things in the on the investment. Um, in the investment process that you have to hit for me to like when you in real life, when you are in a hedge fund and you have to put, we want to put something on the books and invest as a fund, you have to go through committee, you have to discuss, you have to debate. And so that is what I, that's the framework that I want to bring to web three on a larger scale. And to me, I'd much rather sit in a room and debate ideas to with people all day long, as opposed to managing discord and managing communities. Um, I, I just think that it's fun and all, but to me, like that's where I would like, like just really, really enjoy what I do, and so that yeah. really still is the goal. But like, there are things I'm thinking about, and like you also have to find a really good team. And I, I have a semi-formed team that I, I, I can spend time with, but I don't know if everyone has the same level of commitment um, that I, I do, and so it really depends. I think they're the right place, the right time, the right people, maybe. But right now, it's just like I'm in a sweet spot right now, and I just want to work hard for my communities. Cool, cool. I uh, I think by talking to you, I definitely can see your passion in your work, and it's something really good for the community to hear about it. So let's end with this. Uh, what would yeah. You tell, like, what would you tell somebody who's new to the space and they wanting to like learn more about it? What's the best way to get started? I would say like the first month, don't trade, don't trade. Log all your trades that you think you want to do, and then if if you know, and in a month and you feel more comfortable with your risk, like your first month, you're probably not going to make money, you know, because like you think that, you know, but you really don't know. And so unless you have like communities to back you up, which I think that entering the right communities is important as well um, to have people sort of handhold you. um, But definitely wouldn't put liquid in the market until like you feel like you understand how the market works um, first um, and also get a ledger. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and and I think one more thing, uh, and I really like it. Like you said, uh, you're the only the the one of the best uh, female alpha color, if not only the best one. And I think to to because <laughs> there's only this, a like, few. Yeah, huh? you should, you should answer, <laughs> one of you one. Should, you should answer. Yeah. Uh, you know, definitely get on the projects that you're alpha calling, and just follow your alpha calls. And I I think <laughs> that is uh, one of the great way to start, right? So yeah. Uh, thank- Thank you so much again uh, for for joining this space. Uh, definitely learn learn. A but lot also, like, if there's anyone who has questions as well, like, I mean, feel free to raise your hands. Like, I don't know if if anyone, you know, if you guys yeah. have like five minutes. Like, also, I'm also happy to stay on just to answer questions. Like, I don't talk to my community as much. Um, I'm only in a few VCs, so I don't know. <laughs> do do you uh, do Twitter Space often? No, not at all. Actually, this is my first like official one. Just yeah. Cool. Cool. I think uh someone requested, so let's just get him on board. Yeah. Okay, Zero, I put you on the stage. 
you can ask your questions. Um, I can't really hear you. Do you mind speaking up a yeah. little bit? Would you mind speaking a bit louder? So, guys, if you have any more questions, uh, you want to ask uh, Reza directly, or you just want to share your thoughts on, you know, um, the alpha course that she's done, just uh, send your shoot me your request, and I'll get you on the stage. Okay, we have uh, John Blaze. Okay, uh, John, could you um, request one more time? Any more questions from the floor, guys? So, so Reza, mo moving forward, uh, are you like, you know, often want to do Twitter spaces or you're more towards like chatting and in the Discord? No, no, no. I'm happy doing both. I think that whatever helps me sort of connect with my community, I'm ha very happy to do. Um, I also want to hear some of my community members' voices. For example, like Isoku, for example, like Lewis. Um, Maybe he just left. I don't know, but I think that like it's just it's awesome to be able to hear their voices and just get to know people in real life. I think. Yeah, let let, let me invite Isoku up on the stage. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Grab him. So he's uh, together <laughs> with you in Happy Husky. Yeah, I I draw. He's the collab manager at Happy Husky now, um, but he started with me in Sensei, and because. Because honestly, he was pestering me in my DMs so much with different new ideas. And I'm like, wow, like you'd be a really good collab manager. Um, just put power in your hands and, you know, and, 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 you know, and he can do wonders. And he's been doing great in Happy Huskies, you know, really, really being like he's the Rumble King um, and the collab king. I don't think I've seen anyone more excited about Rumble than he is, <laughs> um, which, which I think that is awesome, you know, from a community aspect. It's, it's, it's just really amazing to be able to put people, you know, where, where, where they, they find their where they find their stride. Um, and so just, that just gives me a lot of joy. But also just like shout out to Trader Joe. I think that he's um, just, obviously he's like one of my first biggest supporters and, and that community is, is, is just, has been supporting me along the way and just really just welcoming me with open hands and open arms. And so it's, it's important to, to find those communities that really like help you grow. And they are definitely one of them. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Zero, I get you as a speaker. Will, could you speak up? All right. Thank you very much. Sorry, can I get Jamie clearly now? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. yeah it's loud and clear. All right. Yeah. I'm very happy for that. Actually, I've actually joined this um space right from the moment um Rex and Twitter on this um on this space uh, reflect call. I can remember very well. So actually, I'm also new to this community. Actually, just like maybe a month old but right before then i'll be like going to my own you no know, small research and all i'm actually um i work in them web 3.0 space actually and though i've been i've been there a lot for example so 
bracelet yeah, I like I find my leg not actually standing firm so I started joining some community and right from the research I found this um oh, what's it called um reflector so from there I've been like following some um young young sang um calls and I I found it quite interesting even though I've never made a single does from NFT but I know that actually it will all work out. So I'm like is there is there any any other tools that I can actually use for my research or any other community that I can join for my own benefit or what advice do you have? Yeah yeah for sure. Um I think that uh let me put up an invite for Happy Huskies in uh in my bio after and you can join that's the only um, non-token gated community that i am in um uh, but at everything else you would have to like buy their nft to access those communities but that's a good place to start um yeah i i think um is a, is a really great question is that for for me right um i i always think that if you if you're new in the space um uh, maybe your traits aren't working well um, you just join one community if you have the money to invest. Just only choose one that you really like. Go to their main chat. Um, just talk to them. See what kind of tools they offer. And kind of like uh, get in. Just look at their floor. If that is your buying price, just buy one. Join one community first. And then from that one community, you always grow to you know more communities. Uh, get, get everything that you want to learn from that particular community. And then you can start growing to more. I I often see like you know um, my friends who just join in the space for like one month instantly they are hopped in like ten to twenty communities trying to get a whitelist uh, buying everything and often they are so lost because they don't know which community to focus on so I I always say like you know you just have to focus one and then from that small community you can go to bigger ones when you know more about the space. Oh okay all right. Yep. Okay, thanks a lot. So, uh, guys, uh, if you if you don't have any more questions, uh, Reza, really glad that you are able to join me today. Um, after this, um, you know, I also will write a short summary. So, those who of you guys who want uh, the short summary of this, just head to Pillcast, subscribe the newsletter. We'll roll out um, a short summary every time we after we do our spaces and all the best to you uh congrats of your massive uh, success today uh wish you more success like this in the near time all right thank you so much for for you guys' time as well um and yeah like just i i just posted the happy huskies discord um if you guys want to join there or in any of my other communities in my bio just just come over and then just tag me in like like in the discords and and ask ask away of anything and um, but Happy Huskies is honestly a great place to start. You know, some of some of my favorite callers are in there. Okay, thank you yep. guys. Have a good one. Yeah, Bye. you too. Bye bye. Enjoying the podcast? Go to the PewCast Twitter page and subscribe to the newsletter. We'll write a summary that you can read in three to five minutes if you don't have time to tune in. Remember to click the notification button so you don't miss the next episode. All Things Rainbow. All Things Rainbow.